Good morning, Super. Uh, how was your week? It's a Friday. Friday. Um, it was kind of, it was kind of quiet. Nothing too crazy. I mean, weather's getting warm. I'm happy that snow's melting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seemed like this week was, was a, a a relaxing week in terms of the weather. Right. It wasn't crazy. Oh, just, just just one thing. The stocks went down, but it's 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 coming back again. You know. You know these days, putting it in the bank is is just. Uh, way to lose lose money, so right. it's inevitable that you have to look into stocks or whatever assets, other assets to put money on. I was thinking about that, just saying that. For me, my I keep it in the bank, and my interest. I think I make a dollar a year. Right. So right. maybe we could talk about that because if you're making, if you're saying that it's better to put your Money in in, uh, in the stock market versus putting it into a bank like I do, then maybe that's something uh, that I would learn how to do. Back in the days, on the boomer age, yeah, are are like my parents' age. Um, they were able to have a more secure job environment. They were able to put their money more into savings and and get, you know, uh, there was incentives to save in the bank, and they probably got higher interest. It's not there anymore, and we have to be more diligent in trying to get these our our the money that we work for protected. Because yeah. every year, as the cost of living goes up, the money that mm-hmm. we have in our pocket, the same cash that we have in our pocket, shrinks in value, and we're able to buy less and less. Mm-hmm. So um, we, we it might be great opportunity. You know, just just uh, before we jump into next the, the main topic, I do know a a porter at a building um, who actually puts his money into stock market. He he okay, saved a lot and put it all into mm. the stock market, and he has a great portfolio. Nice. And um, he's always talking about stocks and telling me stuff that well, I have no idea how to answer. But he's uh, he's always telling me, you know, he's always his eyes and ears are always tuned into the market, mm-hmm. stock market. Yeah, of course, you gotta know the trend. Right, and yeah. and, and maybe we could def I could definitely use a lesson on that because I'm not the, the, the yeah, best when it comes to. Yeah, we should to... talk about that and also like the next generation. You know, things are changing very quickly. Right, and we have to worry about our next generation as well, and you know this generation too. Like because the world is changing so fast. Right. You gotta keep up with you gotta keep up with it. So right, right. Um, yeah, when when there's time, let's let's talk about what's going on in the world, society, and how we can impact our careers and our saved money too. Right. <laughs> okay, uh, sounds good. So anyway, good morning. Um, we're we're kind of today's we detour. T- t- <laughs> today's uh, today's topic is main topic is uh, things not to say during your negotiation mm-hmm. of your let's say your 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 basic uh, weekly rates is this, at the building. Is this verbal agreement or like? 
Well, we know this is before the agreement. So this is this this is leading up to the agreement. So okay. there's before you know everyone. It's, it would be great if you just have a piece of paper and you bring it up to the owner and he signs it. But there's gonna be a period of time before that agreement comes out, or you guys decide to agree that um, you're gonna talk about price. You're gonna walk. You can do a building walkthrough to get a sense of how the building looks. And these are the, there are certain things that you shouldn't do, in my experience, when you're, w during that negotiation phase, because you could lose your um, leverage, you could lose your um, chance or opportunity to secure, to get a, to, to, to make sure that you're getting the best deal for yourself. At the same time, of course, getting a fair deal for the for the owner. But remember, the owner as a customer is also going to be looking out for what works for him. And so there's nothing wrong in you looking out for what's best for you in, in, uh, in that setting. So um, I wanted to talk about how to set up an agreement today. But I remembered that, you know, when you're at, you know, when you're at the negotiate, when you're at the agreement stage and everyone's kind of said, okay, this is the scope of work, this is the price, this is what's going to happen if you don't fulfill your duties, this is what happens, you know, when you get to that stage um, and it becomes clear, uh, that's a really great stage because you know you've got the gig, you've got the job, and you know that you're kind of excited to start on, and that's a great feeling, but we'll get there. I think right now um, some, of the, some of the questions that I've been receiving from, um, I've been getting from uh, our, our team members is really has to do with what happens before that stage when you're trying to when you're meeting the owner for the first time the building owner or the board member or the uh, building manager for the first time and you're getting a sense of how you, you know you're, you're you're at the building you're getting a sense of how the building operates and you're getting a sense of what the scope of work is um, these are things that that you shouldn't say um, during that during that phase, I call it the pre-agreement phase. I see. So it's like during the walkthrough, during walkthroughs. Yeah, during walkthroughs or during the phone conversations beforehand or the email mm. correspondence, whichever way you correspond with that. So this is more like, um, like how to be kind of professional. Yes. Or how yes. to be behave in a professional manner, right? Right. Exactly. And maybe um, if that's the case, and uh, putting. Um, putting yourself um, in a value, like positioning yourself. Yeah, positioning yourself in the best light possible, mm -hmm. in a professional light. Because if you are going to command um, a, if you are, if you have an idea of how much you're, you're you're providing, how much is worth, how much the services that you're providing is worth, if you know that value. Being professional is the best way to secure that. Right. If you end up going there and you know make you know saying the th wrong things and looking unprofessional, sounding unprofessional, you know there's a chance that they'll say this person is not the right fit, or they'll say all right he's he's may not be worth what his value is. He may be all talk and no mm -hmm. walk, and right. so you wanna you wanna walk uh, walk the walk, but this is about how to talk the talk too. Yeah, first impressions are really important. Oh, super important. I think um, a lot of us know how to do the job well. Yeah. But when it comes to talking about it or, you know, connecting with the, the customer, 
that's where we fall short a little bit. And it's okay. It, you, only, you only get better through experience. Right. You only get better the more you do it. Yeah. So it's kind of like presenting yourself um, to in front of, um, towards these customers. Right. I know, of course, you know, the skills or the talent as, that you have as a super or a porter or a handmaid, whatever, um, is very important. What's inside is very important. But still, like how, how the cover is, like the gift wraps, you know, the, those are important too. Like if you have two, two, you know, two gifts and one is very um, wrapped in a very nice, you know, neatly and the other just is in a garbage bag. But they're like the same thing. Like there's a, uh, there's a diamond ring inside there. Right. What would you choose? Of course, you know. So it's um, a lot of people might think, oh, you know what, I'm just skilled. You know, my skills will tell. But this is also very important because there are people that don't know what the skills are. You know, ignoring people. But this is also part of being professional. As um, I think this could be, um, like, this is very important, What whatever career you're in. Right. And I think a lot of us may be listening to this, or when they listen to this, they may say, um, oh, I can't do that. I, I can't do that. Um, that's, that's, that makes me too uncomfortable. Or that's going to make the customer, the building owner, or the board member, or whoever's interviewing you feel uncomfortable. But what's the worst that can happen? Yeah, and also like, oh, I feel like I'm lying. Uh, yeah, yeah, you could also feel bad. Like, I mean, yeah, it's, it's guilt. Not lying, the, the, you know? <laughs> no, yeah, a lot of people mistake salesmanship for lying, and and I don't, I don't, I think there's a there's a line which it becomes dishonest. Sure, I can see that, and there's even a thing called puffery where you kind of puff yourself up to look better than you are, um, which which actually is okay according to if I recall according to. Uh, to um, society and the law but uh, in general I think if you are how to overcome that feeling that you're lying or that you're not being honest is probably the, be the best remedy for that is don't say anything at all I like keep to the keep to the question but we'll go to that mm -hmm. but what's the worst that can happen in this and it, it, let's say you're you're talking to me. I'm I'm a I'm a owner of a building. You wanna you wanna be the you know we're interviewing for a part time super position. And what's the worst that can happen? I don't get the job. Yeah, you get a no. I give you a flat out no, and that's the worst that can happen. And guess what? Nine no's lead to that one yes. All right. That's true. And so you have to be prepared to. Um, to get that no and just figure out what you made, uh, what you could have done in your powers, if there's anything that you could change next time. And you keep on refining those skills until you get to that one yes. Mm -hmm. And so I always say anything that you do, you know, there's going to be nine no's. Um, and then there's, that'll be the final yes. So you ready to start? With yes, the countdown? what's number one? Okay. Number one. So, um, uh, let's see if this one can make sense. Never say in 
um, when you're talking to an owner, I'll put owner, building manager, and board member into the same person, so I say customer, never tell the customer that something's easy or it's a piece of cake. Oh, yeah, that could that could be yeah. anything. I mean, even if they say like, oh, can you do the trash? And you're like, yeah, it's a piece of cake. Because mm. um, once you let that cat out of the bag, that something is easy. Um, and you may say it with good purpose. You may be saying, it's not a big deal. Don't, don't, yeah. don't and worry. I can do it. Yeah, I'm confident that I can do it. What it'll come off at is, well, if it's so easy, why am I going to pay you so much to do it? That's so true. Why am I going to, why, why am I spending more than, I don't know, what that I have to? And that, that's a, 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 a point that I hear time and time again that makes me kind of cringe because the reason why you know how to do that well and maybe it's a piece of cake to you is because you've done it for so long and you've and you've practiced and you've trained yourself without without knowing maybe subconsciously you've trained yourself to do it really well and you've become a pro at it um, so it might be simple to you but there's years of experience behind it why downgrade yourself and dismiss all those experiences by saying it's a piece of cake Right. Right. And that, that I hear it more actually when it comes to like maintenance repair work, when they say, oh, can you, can you snake this drain? And you say, it's a piece of cake. Um, I know what they're trying to say. They're trying to say, yeah, I can do it. I'm experiencing it. I've mm -hmm. done it before and I can pull it off. But what it comes out as is, yeah, it's easy. Anyone can do it. So it's a piece of cake can turn to anyone can do it. And it, so instead of saying that, what can you say? Instead of saying it's a piece of cake or, or well, it's easy. I can do it. Or... Well, maybe you can say, um, well, well, let me think. I mean, you can probably say, um, yeah, it's, it's something that I can definitely, I can definitely um, make sure is up to your standards. Or you can say, I can make sure it's up to your standards. I can make um, okay. I, you could say it's definitely within my experiences or it, it's definitely within my my skill and capability to do and you know it's kind of funny so one guy one 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 part-time super said uh um he did it fast the work right mm -hmm. normally it's something that actually like i i don't like to do that work i won't i won't mention the work but he did it fast he did it great perfectly and then when the uh, customer said Oh, that's that's. Um, oh, that was quick. He said, "Oh, it's a piece of cake," and then when he gave the bill, I think for a couple hundred dollars, the guy oh. was like, "I'm not paying this. You did it in oh, like ten. You right. did it in ten minutes, and you said it was a piece of cake." And I remember talking to him and going, "Maybe there's a better way to say that next time," right, <laughs> because right. you know, in the way the customer is right, right? I mean, it, 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 we're all that way. If, if if something takes quick to do, any one of us is going to be like. Why is it that much? So I think what, what you want to do, what I tell them is you can still do it in 10 minutes. But if they say, oh, that was quick, um, you can say, thank you. Can, you? Or <laughs> no, you can say, yeah, that, you know, I've been doing this for many years and I, I, I've just, just took a lot of training. Mm. You can say, um, because, in, you know, there's a lot of prep work there too. Like you have to go down to the basement, you have to make sure that the, things were turned off, you know, the boiler was turned off. So you ended up saying, 
you can say like, oh yeah, but you know, you it, it can be dangerous. So it took it takes a lot of training. That's what you can do. It is actually dangerous what he did, mm. and it's it's dangerous to the point that you got to be careful. You got to know what you're doing. But it takes ten minutes. The guy's gonna be like, that was easy, and you're like, no, it's not. It's easy because I've done this like a thousand times. I and see. I see. Yeah, because a lot of times, our work seem seems <laughs> easy. Uh, also because like we do it well someone does it really well and right. it looks easy then the person says it's easy <laughs> like yeah, yeah it, it just kind of downgrades yourself so it's up to you to protect your value yeah yeah because just just have that assumption um that premise that you know people don't know about your work right and their first impression of you know that impression of how well you did it how fast you did it just defines um, how much work you did in, you know, they, right. so like s s those things can, can actually cause trouble. Oh, to I, I, yeah. I think that when it does cause trouble, it really bites you. Yeah. But you know, the, on the flip side though, when it is easy, um, don't make it sound like it's hard. You know, like that that's don't the other over, thing too yeah. don't over exaggerate or over um what do you call that overvalue something like mm. if they just want the sidewalk cleaned and you're going into like you know a long-winded explanation of why it's going to co cost a lot um at the end of the day he's going to be like you're, you're clearing my sidewalk mm -mm -mm. and even for us like as as spark super you know as as we take on buildings and we have to deal with, let's say, a sidewalk issue. We know that owners are gonna, the board's gonna think it's only a sidewalk. Just do it, right? We don't, yeah. we don't want to think about. It. So it's up to me to be creative with how to do that sidewalk to the to the standards of of the board. Mm -hmm. So I'm not gonna go into a a long email about how it's um, really difficult or you need special skill to do because you really just need someone to clean that and, and sweep that. I mean, there are exceptional situations. There are situations oh. where you have like, you know, oh, yeah. there a really are, wide yeah. sidewalk, like the building that we just put up. Yeah, uh, and also if you're members. in the city, there are a lot of very creative, quote, creative situations, like, um, you know, drunk kids, you know, and on Saturday night. Oh yeah, yeah, leaving garbage. people. Yeah, I mean there are. I mean there. Are, I mean we can go through like really crazy situations. Yeah. There, yeah. But people. This, yeah, yeah. People defecating on the sidewalk. You know, there's a one building where um, there's a nook. There's a nook in the side of the building. It's a really hot area. It's, it's there's a nook, and always homeless people go there. Oh man. And they defecate in that one spot over oh, and over man. again, and they put lights there. They still do it. <laughs> right. Really? Yeah. It's so like, that, oh, I can read my right. newspaper now. Right, right. So in that in that area, so they can read the newspaper, and you find a newspaper there as well. Yeah. So, oh man. But it, yeah. but the, but the thing is, you, you know, there are situations where you have to say it's more work. But I'm more talking about just to bring the conversation back. Right. I'm more talking about um, uh, try to try to protect your value, mm -hmm. um, and just recognize when. Um, ask yourself whether you know what you know because it's, it's taking you experience, special experience. Right. 
Right. Okay, so it's it's a little um, it's kind of hard. Uh, like when when do you say it's it's kind of difficult and not difficult. If I say difficult, it's gonna sound like I don't know my things. What are the standards, like criteria, on how to say like these things? Um, I would say the the best criteria is maybe refrain from your opinion, giving mm, your opinion. I see. I think the main thing would be, um, you know, they always say every every sales book that you read, at least. These days, we'll tell you, instead of talking, listen. Right. Listen to what the customer wants. Listen mm -hmm. to the problems that he's having. Listen to the pains that he's going through and address them. Find ways to address them. So it's just easier to don't say things unless someone asks, is this, um, is this hard or difficult? Yeah. Or is this easy? Can you do it? Can you like include it in the service? Um, like, oh no, I can't because it's difficult. Oh yeah, I can, like, because it's easy. Okay, so I get what you're saying now. Yeah, th this is why it's kind of fun also, but I think the first thing is ref refrain from, from, um, from giving your opinion on okay. whether it's difficult or not. Just listen, mm -hmm. right? If you're forced to answer whether it's difficult. Or if this is additional cause. Don't refrain from saying yes or no. So don't be don't be afraid to say I'll get back to you, or let oh, me see if I, I can fit this in. That's so true. Let me check with my team members if you're working with team members, or let me ch let me ch you can always say even if you don't. This is one area where you may feel a little guilty about saying, but pretend there's another person that you you have to talk to, and feel free and feel comfortable even though it might, you may not feel comfortable because you want to have the right answer every time. Don't be afraid to go back and say, uh, just respond by saying, let me get back to you. Yeah, especially if the, um, the other person is leading the conversation. Oh um, yeah, especially when they're leading the conversation, yeah, it's like, dominating the conversation. And sometimes I don't understand what they're saying, but I just keep on saying yes because... <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's... I've seen that time and time again. That that's the that's a cringe. That makes me cringe. It makes me feel bad because it shows how good good natured that part time super is. Yeah. And because he, you know, all of us are are so willing to please the customer that we start to yes our way into the bad contract, a bad agreement. Yeah. And so we we can be nice, and, and we just want to be. I think the the bottom line is to be fair. And the only way to fare is to see things clearly. The only way to see things clearly is to step back away from that conversation and think about it. Mm -hmm. And then you can always come back later and say, oh, about that thing. And, you know, always follow up. You would say, oh, you know, about that thing, I, I, um, I have to, uh, we have to, we, unfortunately, it's a, a little bit out of our scope and we have to charge extra for that. Or to say... Um, oh, we can't do that part. Or you can say, you know, there's a host of things, but any response that you give afterwards is better because you've thought about it. Right. Even if you said the right answer at that moment, believe me, 
if you're in the habit of just answering questions on the spot and making commitments, most of the time you're going to make it bad for yourself. So always be prepared. And you have to psychologically prepare yourself when you go into a meeting to, to say, let me get back to you. Pause. You know, if they're leading the conversation and they're throwing a lot of things at you, pause. Let me get back to you. Um, I'll get back to you tomorrow about that. And that should be enough. Yeah. So, like, um, it's it's nice feeling to be the yes man and the go-to person, like the, the wizard <laughs> can take care of all the uh, maintenance problems. So, like, during that conversation, just like, yes, and yes, and yes. And yeah, I can do it. And I feel like I can do it. Like, everything yeah. seems so easy. And then, like, when it comes to the, the actual situation, it's like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's a lot of regret. <laughs> I, believe me, there's a lot of regret that's going to come when later on you realize that you left something out or that you miscalculated and you're like, Because oh, then that becomes a whole nother set of guilt that will overcome you with now what do back. I do? Yeah. I have to go back and say it or I have to eat it and now like I, it takes extra time it's more frustration it's my even, life my quality of yeah. life is lower because of this and then you know so you know a lot of things about the whole a, a large part of getting this right and to making this the right deal is setting it straight from the beginning exactly and setting it straight from the beginning means taking your time. Take, you know, don't rush. Even if he says, I got a couple of guys that are lined up to do this, so make a decision now. Hey, if, if, you're, if you got a couple of people lined up, you're most likely going to be racing to the bottom of that barrel. So yeah. really think about whether you want that. Or if he's bluffing, then saying, I'll get back to you, is not going to hurt that that arrangement. So, um, yes, people, your the people you meet at the building, the people that are questioning you or interviewing you may be very busy. Um, they may be domineering, um, but slow things down mm -hmm. and don't don't be afraid to say, "I'll get back to you." Let me get back to you. Okay. Okay. Um, the third thing is. I think it might be a a hidden a hidden thing, um, but when you end up, there's situations when you come in and you say, someone says, "All right, I'll pay you um, 150 a week or 200 a week," and you're like, "All right, that that's great. Let's let's do it," um, and they end up looking at you know calculating the price and saying, "Okay, let's." Let's just say if it's 200 a week, I'll pay you 800 a month. And then you say, yeah, that sounds right. Four weeks in a, in a month. Yeah. And you say, yeah, okay. And you walk away. What's the problem with that deal that you've just said yes to? And this, this is in violation of rule number one, which is let me get back to you. <laughs> so it said $200 a week. All right, then I'll, I'll pay you 800 a month or I'll cut you a check. And then you're like, yeah, right? Instead of saying, oh, let me get back to you. What's the, what's the drawback to that calculation? You just made a blunder, calculation blunder. Okay. Um, it seems, it seems 
okay, and like for a second it seemed okay. Yeah, four weeks in a month. Um, I mean, I'll I'll get paid a little later, but I think it's okay. But yeah, it's actually fifty-two weeks right. <laughs> a year. So four, um, if you calculate four weeks. <coughs> And for uh, 12 months, that's 48 weeks uh, compared to 52 weeks. Right. So when you make that monthly deal, so in other words, you're forgetting when you say four weeks in a month, you're forgetting that there are the few days that come afterwards. That was right? so smart. And yeah. those few days in that month that you're losing really build up over a year. And over a few years, that can even be... Um, that can e can even be worse in terms of the yeah, loss. Yeah, you're losing a lot of money. Right, and I know that, and you know, when you take it, if I tell you that, you know, let's say, you know, you've um, lost, I don't know, because you're doing um, seven times four weeks is 28, right? And you're losing three days out of the roughly an average of, um, two days each month and each each month right and that's 12 that's 24 days that you've lost at the end of the year wow that's almost a month right right wow so that's almost a month of, of fees that you've lost and then of course after five years that's that's you've worked pretty much six months for free let's say it's like hundred dollars per week and um, like how much so the difference is let's say it was 200 that you made it 200 per week with him right and he says okay so i'll give you let's make it 100 because okay um, so let's make easier. it 100 and then they say okay let's you're charging 100 per week so let's just make it 400 per month right okay so 400 per month um let's Times. see the difference so 400 per month um, is 4800 per year, right, mm -hmm. that you get. So instead, let's take 100 times 52. So you're losing, which is 5200, which means you're losing um, 40... $400. Yeah, Which Sorry. is um, four weeks worth, right? Right. Because it was hundred dollars per week times four is four hundred. Right. So you're giving a month for free. They're getting discount of one month. Right. They're That's getting amazing. They're having a, they're getting a discount of one month. So you're losing that month. So if you're um, if you're gonna be jumping in your pricing or your salary between a week and a month make sure you take account for those few days at the end of the month that build up over the year. Yeah, and if you really want to be precise, use 365 days. So yeah. <laughs> you could, if you want to get down to the, down to the day, yeah, 365. Yeah. Um, but a rule of thumb is that whenever you, whenever you hear that someone wants to convert, you know, uh, from one time frame to another time frame from a week to a year or, or month or whatever or day per day always always keep that in mind 
keep that mm. um, uh, calculation in mind so that you don't lose that money. Okay, I get it now. Okay, so uh, moving on, the next thing is uh, something that I see happen during these building walkthroughs. Don't say anything bad about the property or the building. Keep things positive. Oh yeah, that's that's a good one. Right. So there, there's going to be a tendency to maybe um, see something you don't like at the building. See that things aren't aren't maybe you may not like the color of the building. You may not like how the the stoop looks. You may not like something about the building. Don't don't comment on that, um, especially if it's negative. I would say keep it neutral. But the problem is that. Um, this is their home, you know, most of the time, these people that show you the building and or their property or, or something they care about. And when it's talked about negatively, that just kind of taints the whole conversation. Yeah. Um, and you can't recover from that. What happens is that you're, you know, sometimes when you when that comes out too early and the and the and the, the, the environment becomes a little gloomier because something negative has come out that's the rest of your walkthrough. It's hard to recover from that. Yeah, I, I think anything that's negative right. is bad. And that's even if the, the person that's interviewing you talks negatively about that thing. Or he may, you know, he may even say, oh, this is, this is put together in a crappy way. You know, I would say still keep positive. Keep things light. Keep things positive. Um, and I also add here, sometimes um, uh, there's another super, part-time super um, that's been servicing the building and maybe he's being let go. So the person that's interviewing you will talk badly about the person that's well, taking I, care I of the like building. Like yeah, like he's, you know, he's this or that. Don't engage in that. And don't make, I would say, try to stay clear away from making him look look bad as well mm -hmm. oh he should have done, yeah he didn't do it he was you know i don't think he was professional or something okay. um so don't say anything bad about people um that's even that's even worse sometimes you're in a building where uh the super is a relative the, the super that's leaving or retiring is a relative of someone that's interviewing you oh <laughs> and then yeah you end up saying like something bad and then next thing you know like conversation goes sour and you yeah. wonder why or like um, sometimes you see, you know, you turn around and the super's there. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, awkward. Oh <laughs> yeah. Awkward, <laughs> awkward situation. Just, uh, just keep things light and positive. Yeah. I mean, I, we've all been in those similar awkward situations. Yeah. Um, meditate before you go into a meeting to stop yourself from uh, sliding back into those moments or causing those moments. Um, try to keep things positive. Um, there's a lot of reasons for that. And, uh, but rather than going into it here, I think it just creating a, a, st a standard is keep things positive. Don't, don't go into anything negative. Sometimes they'll rant and rave about how terrible the previous um, <clears throat> part-time super was. Right. And so you just want to be able to um, keep things positive. Yeah, um, but um, I have a s small question. I want to be seen as a problem solver. Mm -hmm. 
and I see all these problems lying 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 um, around the building. Right. Then how do I how do I say that um, in a positive way? That's already negative. It's like the garbage. Uh, let's say the garbage area is just just not organized. And everything's so bad about it, right? Right. And I want to tell the owner that um, I can fix it, or the owner. It seems like the owner doesn't know what the problem is. Um, you know, that's that's a big problem. You can get rats, blah blah blah. Um, how do I say those things? Bring those subjects in a positive way. Uh, that's a that, that is a great point. Focus on what you would do. To improve that situation, mm-hmm. don't focus on what was done wrong. Mm. Um, focus on okay. Well, I would put more lighting here. I would clean this up. I would take this out on a certain day. Rather than saying there are no lights here, right? Like, there, why did this person yeah, take it out that day? Right. But just just gear it towards me that I would do this. I right. would do that. But don't comment. On how it is right now, you're right. saying. Right. Don't comment on what caused that. Mm. Like it was caused because yeah. someone else did this or right. someone didn't do that. Focus on what you would do, too. And a lot of people, a lot of customers, want that proactivity. They don't. A lot of us don't want to be reminded of the problems. That's true. We just want to know what the solution is. We just want to know what are you going to do to to solve this. And that's where you want to focus. That's where you can really take the conversation in a positive mood and really come appear to the uh, customer as a problem solver mm-hmm. versus a complainer. Right. And that's important. Like, don't be a complainer. Be a tr- be a problem solver. Right. So I think um, you kind of have to. I think this all takes practice. Um, just try to say a negative, negative sentence in a positive way. <laughs> you feel like. Well, that's gonna. Yeah, but <laughs> is you that know, too hard? Yeah, that, but, that's a little difficult. But, but the, we understand what you're trying to say. Right. You know, turn everything positive and find a way to turn it positive, especially for your customer, because they yeah. usually don't want to be. They're looking to you as a problem solver, yeah. and problem solving is a, a moment to make people happy. Yeah, because you want to make them see the solution versus see the problem again and again and again. Right. So I'm not saying you have to turn it into something good. You know, a pile of garbage is not good. Um, but say it in a different way where um, I can I can take this. Um, I think there could be less garbage or more um, more organization, something like that. Right. Uh, compared to saying this is just not organized it's a mess right don't i would say yeah just focus on on action mm-hmm. what you would do okay you're a professional so you're brought on to solve a problem and to and for action that so moving on i i, I would say uh, you know this is something that i see that i i see where why it's said and i there's a line at which it could makes sense but in general I kind of stay away from this which is don't start recommending work um, for something that they haven't asked for 
or something that is outside your immediate scope of work. Mm -hmm. um, and part of that is, you know, recommending jobs, recommending them to people that you know, that like, like suggesting them, suggesting that you can recommend some of that work to someone that you know, because it may come off as um, you trying to solicit work, additional work. Uh, that might sound, I, you know, it's usually said because um, the part-time super wants to seem like he's the one-stop shop, that he's the, the, right. the, the every solution type of person, and that he knows everything about it about the guy's problems and how to solve them. But when you start saying, oh, I know this guy who can do concrete work and, and stuff like that, it may be overwhelming for that customer to... to um, Take in all the information? To take in all that information, and he can lose focus on what he's trying to get resolved right in, his, right in front of him, which is the basic week-to-week -week work that has to be done. And also, it kind of, it kind of re reeks of, how do you say that? Salesmanship, solicitations, yeah. where people don't feel, they don't want to be sold to. You know, there's times when you can, there's a right time when you can bring that in to the conversation. When they're really looking for somebody, they want to get that work done. And you can say, look, these are some great people I know who can solve that for you. But when you say it up in the beginning, you, you throw everything out there, you end up sounding like, um, what's, that, what's that term when, when people just throw, throw, throw names around? Like, oh, I know this person, I know that person. It seems like puffery. It seems a like- Bluffing? Bluff, no, uh, puffery is a form of bluffing where puffing is kind of like making yourself seem important. And it, it's kind of show a turn off. off. Like a show off, thank you, like a show off. Oh. You end up sounding like a show-off, and that can be a turn-off if you don't do it the right way. There's ways to do it right. There's ways to introduce um, the fact that you have a circle of great people that you work with, a great team. But if you do it wrong, it can actually end up looking, you can look like a show-off. Right. And that's a turn-off to a lot of customers who don't want <clears throat> to be showing up. So this is the, like a, building walkthrough situation what is this situation oh this is a building walkthrough situation so if you're if you're walking through a building and he's pointing out let's say there's he's pointing out some problems he's he's pointing out issues with the building and your natural response is to say oh i can get someone to help you with that mm. um you can either say oh i can do it but sometimes this is requiring a a outside vendor a licensed a professional and let's say you say, oh, I know this person. Oh, I know that person to do it. Um, and if you go, I mean, there's, there's right, right, right ways to say that. Right. But you, if you end up, you know, really filling up that conversation, that meeting with those type of, types of remark, you can cloud the focus of that meeting, which right. is to get that agreement for that regular task that happen week to week. And you can end up looking like a show off. Yeah, oh, I know this great plumber, you know, he's a friend, a friend, a friend of mine. Right. And he would do this, he works at this building, that building, he fixed this. Yeah. You know, he's like, we can trust this guy. And then, like, the meeting becomes, like, his interview, yeah. plumber's interview. Plumber's interview. <laughs> or, and also, it can, it can seem like you're 
you know, the worst, the worst of human nature can kind of come out when you say that, and you can end up thinking, oh, he's going to bring his friends in to do all the work and get a kickback or something like that. Right. Right? It can be negative when it's completely innocent, right? But yeah. But why would you why would you bring that in? What you could say as an alternative is to say. When it comes time that you need that, let me know. I can probably get you some good referrals. So like simple, simple, just like one sentence and right. move on. Right. These these are kind of hard, difficult because you have to refrain yourself from saying saying things um, where I just want to be seen as a good person and I am good I think I'm a good person I want to give some advice uh, on certain things like how, how I can do really well in the building too so and that's I think this is the most difficult part of this uh, being professional especially during the walkthrough first impressions what not to say <clears throat> what you can say, but actually you don't have an answer because all situations are different. People are kind of different. Um, all these subjects that we, we talked about today, it can change. These are not the answers, um, but you have to have kind of those experiences where you meet people, um, you know, several times you have to accumulate that uh, experience mm -hmm. and then it, you will know when it's, <laughs> when it's good to say yes, when it's bad to say yes or no. Um, so what I would do if I don't have any experience on these walkthroughs or, you know, I feel like I have to kind of um, practice this is that come up with the situations or just think back um, of some of the experiences where you just regret answering or you wish you didn't answer or you regret saying, just take a piece of paper and pen and write it down and um, think of the alternate answers that, oh, if this kind of question comes up, I'll answer this way. Right. Just like, and, and then like try to practice it. You can like say it out loud. Um, for example, like, yeah, I'll get back to you later. Because like, and like repeat that maybe three, four times. I'll get back to you later. I'll get back to you later. Or you can say it in a nice way. Would you mind if I get back to you later? Yeah, That's yeah. actually the best way because then you're asking them for permission. Yeah. They feel great. Right. And then they're like, yeah, I mean, yeah, if, they, if they say no, <laughs> then that's a red flag <laughs> yeah. that maybe this customer is not right for you. But most of the time, reasonable people are going to say, yeah, sure. I've actually had customers that say, no, tell me now. I want to know right now. Something like that, <laughs> where, I'm like, where I'm like, I hold my ground. I just say, I'll get back to you. Yeah, I'll say, yeah. I promise, I'll get back to you. Yeah, I'll, I'll get back to you as soon as possible. Or uh, I'll be, I'll be, I'll get back. I, I usually just put my hand on his shoulder <laughs> and say, I'll get back to you. Yeah. It'll be okay. It'll be okay. I, but trust me, it, you know, one day is not going to hurt. Yeah, so it's, it's not being, um, it's not lying. No, it's not lying. Uh, it's not lying and it's, it's being professional. Um, <clears throat> and Being professional is 
holding back a lot. Yeah. That's that's what professional means, holding back from your distinct the, the, the impulses yeah. that are caused by your emotions going out of whack. So uh, just quickly, the do's now is listen more, uh, talk less. Right. Just, yeah. If you're, if you're scared of making mistakes, oh, do I say yes or no? Just, just don't say anything. Right. Just don't say anything. Hold back. Um, okay, and that was it. So that's, that's the one do. <laughs> so let's, let's go back. You want to summarize what not to, uh, not to say? Um, yeah. The first thing was just saying it's, it's just easy. Super easy. Don't say that. Right. It's a piece of cake. Yeah. And secondly, um, don't say yes like right away. If there's something um, you're not sure, just say you'll get back to that person. And third one was, um, oh yeah, this was kind of important, uh, math. Um, when weekly is converted to monthly, just make sure you're doing it 52 weeks um not not times four you know because four weeks one month no and this also just before saying yes uh say um i'll get back to you too right right before yeah yeah um <clears throat> and other thing is anything anything bad or negative about property or person or anything that causes negativity don't do that. Um, try to be positive or just don't say anything. And lastly, don't, don't recommend vendors. Um, don't point out problems and say, yeah. I know the best person. Like that. But, uh, but rather than you, you can just simply say, oh, I, <coughs> I, I, I do know someone, but uh, if you ever need someone, uh, just let me know. But or when it's time, um, just uh, feel free to ask me. And turn the conversation back to the back purpose to, of that meeting. Yes. Okay, and the do is of course listen, speak less. Yes, okay. listen to the problems. Uh, listen, listen to the 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 owner or um, someone who's doing the interview, leading the interview. Okay, great, great. So we've covered, uh, there might be others out there, feel free to uh, email us, let us know yeah. um, if we've missed anything. And that's um, how to be professional. Name mm -hmm. of the game, yes. Being a professional means the only way to protect your value and the price that you, off, that you give is to be as professional as possible. Mm -hmm. But, okay. So are you ready for the weekend? Oh yeah, I am. <laughs> I am so ready for the weekend. All right. So, let's get started. All right. Okay. Thank care. you. Thank you.